What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Formula Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Trevor Carlson. It has been a long, long time since I've recorded or released much of anything. So if you haven't tuned in before or if you need a quick refresher, uh, the Formula Podcast is where I share my experiences, experiments, and conversations around designing a fulfilling life, whatever that means for you. I'm going to share stuff that I try that I, I feel like it makes me feel more fulfilled, happier, whatever it is. Conversations I have with folks who are, you know, maybe it's somebody who's survived a life-changing illness. It could be somebody who is uh, advocating uh, against child sex trafficking. It could be, I've interviewed a Bosnian war survivor. It's a lot, of, a lot of different folks from a lot of different backgrounds sharing their perspectives on, on life, how they got to where they are, the lessons they've learned through their struggles or their, their accomplishments and seeing what the commonalities are. You know, everyone just kind of listen and pick and choose what works for you and try them out for your own personal formula. What's up, dog? <laughs> That's our horse, Loki, that, uh, that stays inside here during COVID. So yeah, he's huge. So where have I been for the last year? Because I haven't released really much of anything. Um, so that's that's what I'm here to tell you today. So the last, I think the last episode I did, um, I don't know if I ever released the one with Mateen a bit, the uh, Romanian travel vlogger that I met in uh, Vietnam. Let's rewind a bit. Last year, right after Halloween, so right around this time of year, I was riding a motorbike across uh, Vietnam. I had attended a Lindy Hop Dance Festival, which was a ton of fun. Vietnamese people sure know how to throw an awesome event. So really appreciate you guys doing that. That was that was such a good time. And then I went up to Sapa, stayed with some Hmong tribes after that before running a bike and heading south from, uh, where was it? Sa- not Saigon, Hanoi. Heading south from Hanoi, uh, heading towards Ho Chi Minh City or otherwise known as Saigon. I was having an amazing time. I was riding by myself. I met a lot of these amazing people. I went to went to this place called Phong Na. I stayed there for a while. Checked out these caves. The jungle there was just insane, right? Like I just ha- I was having such a blast. And so I'm driving literally through the middle of of nowhere or <laughs> on these on these highways. I actually stayed off. Um, pro tip: if you drive a motorbike or motorcycle across Vietnam, stay off the main highways. They are very dangerous. So I was taking a lot of back roads and I believe it's the Ho Chi Minh Highway or something like that is what I was what I was on. Now, what ended up happening is I was almost to the, I believe it's the High Haivan. So I'm probably messing up the name. The the pass in in Top Gear, they they cover it on an episode there. It's a really famous uh, pass where you can see all these beautiful, you know, you can see these islands, you can see the coastline. It's it's just gorgeous. So I was almost there. I had left uh, the city of Hue, which um, was the previous Vietnamese capital. I was kind of cruising, maybe going a little fast, and I I passed this semi. I came out of a tunnel, and my my sight was adjusting still, and I was looking over to make sure I had gotten around the semi because you pass on the sh- uh, shoulder of the road. And I look up and a herd of goats is on the highway. I hit the brakes and I leaned left and I must have turned, my adrenaline must have, must have taken over and I uh, crashed. So I went over the, steer, um, over the steering wheel or the, the handlebars and I was going around probably 40, 50 miles an hour 
And when that happened, and I went rolling down the highway, and uh, yeah, so I my stuff was scattered everywhere. I started to gather it up, and I realized I was in a lot of pain. So I grabbed the bike and I tried to drag it off the road because it was in a couple pieces, and I I gave up. I just like I just sat down <laughs> in the middle of the road, and I just I couldn't keep going. I I just was like I was in shock. I had a concussion. I was bleeding all over. Uh, sorry for anybody who's squeamish. Yeah, so these random Vietnamese guys, these young guys came over and they helped me out, helped me get up. They drove me and <laughs> the bike to a repair shop. At the repair shop, they basically left me there. Um, no one's there. <laughs> it's just me. And I'm sitting in this little plastic kid's chair. And and I thankfully, I had a medical kit with me. So I, I remember like getting out like antiseptic and bandages because my forearms just got shredded when they hit the road and dumping anesthetic on myself. Oh my God. It was just, it was unreal. It was, I don't know. For some reason I was extremely calm. I think it was because I had fairly bad concussion, but I cleaned myself up. Finally, this random woman shows up and she's like, oh my God, you need to go to the hospital. And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and she's like, get on the back. I'll take you. So we go to this local hospital, go in. It's like this, it was kind of like, it felt like somebody's home with like a doctor's office in the back. So we go in there. Uh, they give me these like really small bandages. They clean up my wounds again. They tell me I probably need x-rays. And I mean, I'm limping pretty hard at this point. So I had my AirPods in my pocket. And when I rolled, it jammed the AirPods into my thigh and if I thought I broke my leg, it hurt so bad. This lady's like, okay, well, I'll drive you to the next town. It's to, or to, to uh, Hoi An. That's where the hospital is. And so I'm like, okay, I just need to go to the hospital. <laughs> like, I don't care how I get there. I made a couple bad decisions that ended up coming back to haunt me later, which was I agreed for this random woman to drive me there first off. And then she ended up Later on, there's a lot of extortion involved with me getting the bike back and getting it back to the place I rented it from. I'm going to write that off to being concussed and not really know what was going on and not thinking through what I was doing. Um, so they give me a ride. They drop me off. The hospital was was interesting. So I get in there. The first thing I notice is there is a spider like the size of my hand up in the corner of the room. The hospital was really nice. It was a modern hospital. It's all good. But there's this giant spider up in the corner. Um, there's a translator in the room and I'm like, dude, what? What's, why is there a spider in this room that's this big? Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, it's fine. If you're, you're in a hospital, if it bites you, it's the best place to be. And I'm just like, whoo. <laughs> End up spending, I, I was there for a few days. I checked out. I checked into a, uh, just into a, a homestay a little ways away. And I, I ended up staying in that town for a few weeks, just like um, having my bandages changed, wounds cleaned, making sure my x-rays are clean. <sighs> Man. That's how I met uh, Mateen, uh, a bit the uh, Romanian. I walked over to this coffee shop and I like limped in and I couldn't, I couldn't bend my left arm for a few weeks, probably, probably a good month. And he noticed I was like all bandaged up and I just walked over there and there was no tables open. So I was going to have to go walk somewhere else. He offered me a spot at his table, which was really awesome of him. And uh, yeah, shout out to Mateen for being a, being a cool, <laughs> cool guy and letting me sit at the table with him. So I had to, I finally got the bike back. It cost me, you know, I don't know, four or 500 bucks just to like get the thing back and get it fixed. And, and it was just a nightmare. Um, the lady seemed really nice at first. I'm thankful she drove me to the hospital because otherwise I don't know how I'd have gotten there, but yeah, be careful, uh, what you agree to <laughs> when you're in that state. And 
Yeah, so I I had to end, had, ended up having to get the repair shop, to, or not the repair shop, the bike rental place to come pick up the bike because uh, I I couldn't I couldn't bend my left arm uh, more than like this, and I figured that probably wouldn't be a good idea to drive down the Vietnamese highway with uh, one good arm. I didn't really want to have to go through getting into another accident again. That was not that much fun. The rest of the trip was uh, pretty cool. Went to Delat, met up with Mateen and, and some other folks there. Got to experience that pretty cool French chalet. Definitely would recommend visiting it. Uh, then I made it to Ho Chi Minh City, met up with some guys from Iowa. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> if you want me to tell you what happened that night and in Ho Chi Minh City, which I'm pretty sure after after this, my friend Trace told me to get the f- out of Vietnam because <laughs> I just, not that there's anything wrong with Vietnam. It's just that my luck what has was just not good at that point in time just a life pro tip do not drink mixed drinks at kind of shady bars that's pretty much pretty much all i'm going to say at this point buy me a drink and maybe i'll tell you the rest of the story another time i flew back from ho chi minh city came back home because i have a family member that's dealing with dementia and i wanted to be supportive to the rest of my family yeah so i went to went to thailand after that was doing a, a test trip because i wanted to launch a travel company uh, kind of an adventure travel company with another friend of mine kara turns out that was a really bad time to start doing that after everyone left from our test trip that we did I signed. I had signed up for Muay Thai camp. So even though I was still recovering from my my injuries, I did the Muay Thai camp, and then I ended up in the hospital again. So this was in February. January, February is when I started to notice I was having some other issues from uh, from the accident that I didn't realize. I was like kind of like long term side effects, I guess, of wrecking a motorcycle or motorbike. Back up a step. I ended up in the hospital. I, they said I was dehydrated, but I had some weird. Un- they didn't know what I had. I was running a fever. I couldn't. I couldn't breathe. Uh, my a lot of the Muay Thai camp also got sick. I was on bed rest for like ten days after I went to the hospital. So that wasn't really that much fun. So I ended up flying back shortly after that, early March, just because COVID was going on. So I flew back and. I was in bad shape. So what I had found was from the bike accident, I was seeing a seeing double, was dizzy a lot of the time I was walking around, had a lot of neck pain, was getting migraines pretty much constantly. Uh, yeah, I was just kind of messed up and I needed some time to heal up anyways. Yeah, I ended up coming back here. And as soon as I came back, I ended up staying with my friend Danny, who's a place I'm at now, running out of room here. Thankfully, they didn't shut down when they, when they went into like a mini lockdown here. They didn't shut down the physical therapist. So I started going to to get fixed up, spent a few months and, and thousands of dollars on that. And I still wasn't really happy with where I was. Didn't have the mobility I wanted in my shoulder. Yeah, when I hit the ground, I like I, I rolled because otherwise I'd probably have gotten hurt way worse. But when I did, I jammed my, my shoulder into the ground. And so I, I started the 30 days with yoga, yoga with Adrian playlist, and kind of got myself mostly fixed back up. And then Julia Abbott, who's going to be a guest in the future, she's a yoga teacher here in, t- in town and and also the host of another podcast I'm producing, the Ethical Consumer Podcast. Yeah, so I, I started going to her yoga class because I have a very limited social distancing class and go about an hour a day. And man, I can, I tell you what, yoga has, physical therapy definitely helped, but yoga is a life changer, man. I I mean, I remember the guy I was going to, he's like, don't do yoga. People get hurt doing yoga. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Who gets hurt? Who's getting hurt doing this? I don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's been a long eight or nine months. I haven't really released anything since last November. I haven't, I haven't really written much of anything. Mostly I've just been like trying to take care of myself and get back into shape. I mean, I didn't 
last year at this time I didn't have glasses. Now I do because apparently that's part of the side effects. My vision's a little messed up still, but it's been getting better. Uh, hopefully it continues to get that way. Yeah, I've been hanging out in Cedar Falls, Iowa since all this crazy COVIDness started and um, done a couple micro trips, but I've mostly just been hunkered down here trying to wait for whatever whatever uh, is going to happen with like getting COVID under control. I mean, I've, I've thought about traveling, but it just seems like even the places that are open, it just seems like a less of an no- ideal experience that I would normally want to have and wouldn't really give me, give me a fair, give, like allow me to fairly assess or like have a great experience at some of these places. So I've been trying to wait it out, even though I'm dying a little and I really want to go. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to hold out until at least springtime. That's still a ways away. And we got Iowa winter coming. So that is going to be tough. Normally I like to end something like in these episodes with, you know, a lesson. I just really wanted to share with you guys where I've been. Honestly, I felt when I was driving across Vietnam, I just felt kind of invincible is not the right word, but I was just like, I'm not scared of much. And I, I don't know, it kind of took the wind out of my sails a bit. And physically, I wasn't feeling like myself. I'm, I'm still probably not 100% back to normal. I'm getting a lot closer than I was. It's just taken a lot longer than I, than I anticipated to get here. One of the lessons is like, you know, shit's going to happen. You're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to end up uh, face planting on some cement <laughs> somewhere and you're going to have to work your way back and it's not going to happen overnight. And it's a step-by-step process, at least for me. That's that's it. It's just part of the game. Thinking about the the lifestyle that I had uh, before COVID, and then looking at where things have have gone this year and where they're going, and it's like really weird. The things that I think about missing. It's it's. Um, I think I miss I miss dance events the most. Man, November. Uh, I've gone to like a couple Novembers ago. I was in Romania at a a, a swing dance festival with the Boozy Cats. Last year, I was in Vietnam, in Hanoi. That was a lot of fun. I really miss those events. They just, once all this is over, everyone should pick up some social dance. It's such a good time. I don't know. I also just missing, I miss sitting in cafes for hours, just talking to people and getting to know people even more. I don't know. I just enjoy that personal one-on-one time that I feel like I'm really missing right now. Also, I love meeting new people. I love meeting strangers. I love talking about where people came from, what what, what they are doing with their lives, what they want to do with their lives. And strangers don't want to talk to you. And also, you don't want to talk to a lot of strangers because everyone's trying to social distance. It's just weird. I'm looking forward to that coming back and being socially acceptable someday. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of miss conversations of substance versus conversations about uh, like politics and COVID. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I, I miss... I, you know, I understand why people want to talk about politics and COVID and it's important, but I also miss talking about other things and it's just became post-election here. So maybe we'll see, or starting to see like people not talking about politics as much, maybe things calming down a bit more. I don't know. We'll see what happens. One can hope. So where do we go from here? Like we've all been in this situation for eight or nine months. It's been tough. I think it's been tough on people who don't have, I mean, I can't imagine not having roommates right now. That would be That'd be tough. Thankfully, I have Danny and Jesse and these two dogs over here to (laughs) to hang out with. Otherwise, this would have been a a challenging, challenging year. I I really feel for a lot of those people out there that don't have that. And that's got to that's got to be tough. So but I'm I'm here. If you need anything, hit me up. Happy to talk. Hop on a Zoom call. It's probably a little too cold now to go on a hike, but I'm I'm always happy to 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 meet up outside and, and do something. So if you need anyone, I got you. Hit me up.
happy to do that. Just to wrap things up, thinking about where we go from here. I was thinking back to to an interview I did with Zero One, the uh, the Bosnian war survivor from uh, Sarajevo. He said a lot of interesting stuff in that episode. Uh, I'll drop the link in and go check it out later. It's it's definitely worth a listen. He just has a very very unique perspective on life because of because of his life events. Yeah, I would go check it out and just and and he says what does he say? He says something like just remember a new day is coming. You know this is this is going to be over. This is going to be over eventually, and. Every day that you're alive is a second chance to to do whatever it is that you want to do. I mean, for most of us, for people who have have the privilege to do that, you know, whether it's you know you want a different job, you want to you want to write a book, you want to move to a different place. Once this is over, I mean, we all get a second chance to to do whatever it is that we want to do. So, I mean, I've been thinking about that a lot too. I mean, for me, that means I want to podcast more. I want to write more sitting with this friend of mine, uh, shout out to Chris in Des Moines. And I, I asked her a question like, you know, probably annoy the shit out of the people with this question. But I was like, if money is no object, what do you do? What do you want to do? And she answered it. And then she, she flipped the script and asked me. And I was like, I would like to travel around the world and interview interesting people. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's kind of what I was doing uh, the last few years. And I have really gotten away from it with the injuries and then with COVID. And I, I don't think I'm going to, I don't want to let that stop me anymore. Have that be an excuse. So this is me jumping back in the, back in the saddle, back in the game, whatever you want to call it. I think that, you know, it's something we all need to think about is once this is over, what's next? I mean, maybe it is helping the people who aren't as privileged as we are to be where we're at to, uh, you know, to help them live a better life. Maybe it's, you know, maybe you want to go travel somewhere you've never been to. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to, whatever it is. I mean, as long as, as long as you're still breathing when all this is over, you have a chance to do that. So, you know, everyone just, this is just my PSA. Take care of yourself, social, social distance, wear a mask. And if you need somebody to talk to, um, hit me up. I'm happy to, uh, happy to jump on the, on a zoom call or, or something. Anyways, drop a comment below. Let me know. Let me know what your plans are after all this is over. Uh, hopefully sooner than later. It sounds like uh, Pfizer, someone just was going to release a vaccine Q3 of 2021. So that's at least one in date that we have uh, to look forward to. Yeah, drop a drop a link in the comments below. Send me a message, uh, whatever it is. Just let me know what your plans are once this is over. Whatever it is you're looking forward to the most once... Uh, once the time of COVID is past and we're able to go to go experience um, normal things again. That's a wrap for this week's show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to either watch on IGTV or tune in on whatever your favorite podcast application is. Have a few cool episodes coming up, um, ones that I recorded previously that haven't been released yet and uh, some new ones that I'm excited to, uh, to share with you guys. So take care and I look forward to you stopping by. Ciao guys.